relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. We are continuing our theme of more in the month of May. Your retirement should be more, more than just investments. Today on the show, the importance of solving your retirement income problem. How to get your retirement balance sheet and how to take on the three big risks to your retirement. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And welcome on everyone to another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. All across Arkansas and Northwest Louisiana, we are glad to have you along. Your retirement starts here. For the next hour, you talk about your investments, straight talk about your finances, your retirement. We're spending a lot of time on retirement all the way through the month of May. My name is Scott Inman, and to my right, John Shrewsbury and Janet Walker to his right, and Chad Roller is to my left as we welcome in the Gen Wealth Dream Team for this second Saturday in May. All month long, as we just mentioned, the month of May is about more. More in May. And you know, more is not always a good thing because when I think more in May at my house, I think about the conversation that I just had with my wife recently about how you really can't schedule anything in May. <laughs> You've got to keep your evenings open in May. I've got two daughters playing high school soccer. My wife is the coach of the high school soccer team. We're running into state tournament time. We're getting three invitations to graduations in the mail every day. Yes. May is a busy, busy month as school winds down. There are a lot of activities in May, but I think it also has something to do with the weather. You know, the weather mm-hmm. is is obviously nasty in, in the winter time, and then we make that transition into spring, and and uh, you, it's uncertain, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're going to have good weather or bad weather, and things kind of even out in May. Yeah, and so everybody puts stuff in May, and it's just one of those times that you go, I can't do anymore. Yes. But 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 yeah, you're right that sometimes more is not good. <laughs> but when it comes to retirement, when we talk about your retirement should be more, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily more money. It ought, You ought to have a bigger picture yeah. of retirement. It, it really is all about perspective. So uh, more than just investments, we believe your retirement is about measurably more than investments. And frankly, it kind of loops back to some of those activities you were talking about, Scott. You know, if you've got a, a grandkid maybe graduating and you're, you're looking at retirement, you're going, man, time is just, it's flying by. So what do you do with that time? And it's more choices for you, more Mm -hmm. freedom, more flexibility. It is not about being more complicated, quite the opposite of that. So the picture we're drawing today is what does that more look like? We started that last week and we started that off guys talking about the the I guess genesis of the idea to bring more in May and it came from the title of this book that you guys are working on yeah we have a, a book coming out later this year it is called your retirement should be more and we definitely address this concept that that people seem to have fallen into which is that retirement is only about your investment account mm-hmm. And that would be like saying that life is only about your work. Yeah, it really has got to be way more than that. And Chad, we see that sometimes with people who are so focused on how much money they're going to have or how much money they they have or how they can take care of their money in retirement that they miss out on some of the the broader issues. That's right. And so you get into a situation where you're just worried about returns and not really worried about living life and kind of that worry, the worry kind of takes over the joy. And I think that, that the, the whole idea of the book, uh, Scott, is that we want to help people think through all these what might be called ancillary uh, aspects of retirement. But I think that they are very core aspects of retirement. And, you know, we, we've talked on this show a lot about the fact that you've got to be able to be comfortable in terms of how much income you have coming in versus what your bills are, what your requirements are for those dollars. 
accomplished. And there's got to be a balance to that. So we're going to spend some time on the show today talking about that as well. And and hopefully once we lay that foundation, if you will, then we can uh, further discover what more is. And I think, too, it's worth pointing out here that uh, when people have in their mind that it is all about investments, when we say your retirement is more than just investments and people have a hard time getting to that next step of thinking about, well, what else is there? Would you say, too, that the retirement or the financial advising industry is a little bit to blame for that, too, because the expectation is you're the investment guy and that's all you do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked on several occasions on the show about, you know, the commercial where you see these people walking around with some huge styrofoam number on their shoulder. Mm -hmm. And it's all about the number. Mm -hmm. Well, the number is the investments. It, It is a representation of the value of those investments. We believe that your retirement really is so much more. You know, we, we have people come in asking us on a regular basis, hey, how did I do in comparison to everybody else? Mm-hmm. And, and my answer is really relative to whether or not they're able to meet their income desires, not how much money they have, because it is those income desires that is what allows you to do what you want to do in retirement. And we have some people who do that with $100,000 and have money left over and because they have pension and Social Security coming in. And we have some with a million that feel like it's tight, you know, so it's all relative to your goals. Scott, I think it would be... Um probably appropriate to say that there's very few members of the gen wealth team that are not super competitive would you would you agree with that i think that's probably an accurate <laughs> depiction it's a it's a nice way of putting it yeah and, and and so we we compete with each other all the time it, it doesn't matter if you know we're we're playing marbles or something we're still competing with each other but i think that that as a whole, society has gotten into this comparing to everybody else deal. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to retirement, it does not matter what your neighbor is doing. It does not matter what your buddy that you graduated from college with is doing. What matters is how you're doing mm-hmm. uh, and how you're doing in comparison to the things that you want to do. We believe very strongly here at Gen Wealth in what we call outcome-based investing and outcome-based retirement. Yeah. The, the 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 retirement life that you live is very very diverse some of it is dependent upon money uh, a lot of it is dependent upon not assets but cash flow when you think about cash flow it is that flow of money every month on a regular basis to be able to meet the needs that you have so as we like to say in our workshops that you can buy dignity and independence in retirement. Yeah, I mean, we, we have several people who enjoy doing things in retirement, like going on mission trips. You know, and and that's not free. You got to buy a plane ticket. You got, you know, you got to do all kinds of things to be able to get to wherever you're going to do that. If that's something that is in your desired income, it's not required for you to be able to continue living. But if it's in your desired income, it's something that needs to be planned for. And investment investments are certainly a big key part to the overall retirement plan. So we don't want to discount that. And and certainly the investment strategy needs to be tailored to you as well, but it needs to work within the confines of the retirement income plan that we're talking about. It absolutely does. And and we're going to be educating our Kansans and, and, and really people across the South about uh, the more concept. Uh, we're, we're making revisions to our website, we'll, which will be coming out a little bit later this year. We're putting out the book. We're going to be doing workshops. And we just believe that, that you can live a great life in retirement if you plan for it. And, and the key is making those plans. That website is is getreadyforthefuture.com. You can check it out now, but the upgrades are still to come, so be sure to go back and check it out uh, over the next few weeks as we get those educational videos up and, and offer more resources to you online. But we do want to take a moment to tell you about those workshops. We have two coming up, one very soon. In fact, it's on Tuesday, May 15th at 6.30 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. The title of that presentation, The 10 Things You Need to Know, before you retire. And you can register for free at our website, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. You'll find a list of other upcoming workshops there as well, including the next one coming up in June. If you can't make the one uh, on May 15th, we've got one on June 19th, also at the Crown Plaza entitled The Roadmap to Retirement. So lots of opportunities. Those workshops are always free. Sign up again online and we'll be back right after this with more of the show. 
Stick around. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after this. Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Well, the big news earlier in the week, John, was we have now become the the bull market we are now in. The economic expansion that continues has now become officially the second longest on record since World War II, surpassing the economic expansion that began in February of 19. 61, we're 107 months in now, only the one in the 90s was longer. Absolutely, Scott. And when I think about what's going on with the economic expansion, I think of that old phrase in the investment business as that uh, the market climbs a wall of worry. Mm. Uh, You know, there's been so much concern uh, behind 2008 about when is this going to happen again? Do we need to be safe? Uh, You know, what do we need to do? It's it's almost as if we have bunkered ourselves into missing what's going on if, if we're not careful. And so a lot of people have benefited from this economic expansion. But a lot of people also have been sitting on the sideline because they keep thinking, okay, this is too good to be true. It's not going to continue. But Scott, the data really does say that we don't have anything except the wind at our back right now. Well, we were all taught at an early age that all good things must come to an end, right? Sure. And this will come to an end at some yes, point. It there's, will. there's no question about it. But when we look at, as you go back to the data, and we're going to go to the earnings dashboard that LPL uh, research shows us, the earnings growth in the economy is, would we put super in front of strong? I mean, it's super strong. Well, it it is pegged the meter. Uh, Let's say that uh, the the folks at LPL Research says that the returns on the earnings information basically almost broke the dashboard. Uh, We had earnings on the S&P 500 nearly 26% year-over-year growth, 26%. That's huge. And, you know, if you if you ever wonder about politics and economics and how they affect each other, I think you just have to look at the last 12 to 18 months and go, okay, obviously something is at work here. It mm-hmm. would take a fool to say that something hasn't happened here to cause a 26% year-over-year growth in earnings. That's all been boosted by the new tax law, and it's all well above the 18.5% estimate that uh, LPL Research came out with just on April 1st. Well, the other thing, too, is, is companies are very good at at kind of estimating what their earnings are going to be, and, and, and the economic forecasters are pretty good at hitting that close to the target. So when you look on this dashboard that says 76% of companies beat revenue estimates and 79%, this is of the S&P 500, 79% of those companies beat earnings estimates. That's saying something too. It is. And I I think that uh, the thing that we've got to look at is that there are really good things happening with earnings. But here's the other thing. The big worry has been, is this market overvalued? Is the market beyond itself? Mm -hmm. And well, let's look at what we've had happen since the first of the year. We had the market actually retract to some degree, maybe as much as 10% in some sectors, Mm -hmm. but we've also had earnings to grow. So that corrects the valuation issue. That corrects the issue of, are stocks too expensive? Burt White, the chief investment officer at LPL Financial, tweeted just this week, stocks are not too expensive on a relative basis based on the real earnings that are coming out from companies. And so valuations, no longer a big concern as far as a recession is concerned. Of course, there's always that balance, Scott, that we've got to look at. There 
there could be that black swan event. There could be something crop up on the geopolitical stage that that would upset things. But right now, all the economic data looks to be green. Yeah. So if the concern for you is as an investor that the market got ahead of itself, the, the data is showing the earnings are showing great growth. So there still is opportunity uh, in 2018. Well, that's a quick look at the fastest four minutes in investing. We're out of time. The Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. Don't touch that dial. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner. The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this. From the studios of the Gen Wealth Radio Network, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you're hearing my voice today on the Get Ready for the Future show, there is a Gen Wealth Financial Advisor near you. We have offices all over the state of Arkansas now in Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado, and we're also officed in Shreveport, Louisiana. An advisor in each of those offices can sit down and talk to you. So we talked about those workshops in the last segment. If you can't make one of those dates, but you're really wanting to know more about those 10 things you should know before you retire, or as we're going to talk about a little later on the broadcast today, the three big risks that you'll face in retirement and how to deal with those risks, how to build a retirement income plan. You've been building assets all your life, and now maybe you're five, 10 years out from retirement. That's where a lot of the people uh, that we see come to us when they're starting to think about how they're going to create a distribution system for their assets in retirement. And we use the income for life model, IFLM. And if you'd like to find out more about those things, any of those things, have a conversation about you and your retirement, you can call the phone number 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355. And that's the main office number here in Bryant. And it is a Saturday, so you'll have to leave a message and we'll get back to you first thing on Monday. Or if you'd like to email us, that's an easy way to reach out too. Just email us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. And Anna Olive, our client introductory specialist, will get back with you. She'll talk a little bit about what you uh, are concerned about, what your needs are, and get you matched up with a Gen Wealth Financial Advisor. Well, we're talking about more in the month of May. Your retirement should be more. And we talked about the difference between talking about, as uh, Janet talked about, the uh, commercial for a few years ago where they carried around these foam numbers and and said that's my that's my number yeah and the number we talk about here at gen wealth is what's your income and that really is one big number but it gets divided into two types of income and we're going to camp out on that a little bit because this is a you know this is really kind of a you'd almost think a basic uh, a basic exercise for a lot of people when they come in and see us in their first appointment. But it's something that people just don't, as we talked about, the mindset is not really based around income. It's not. And and I think that uh, a lot of people think, okay, well, I incrementally put money into this account and built it up to a certain level. And now I'll just incrementally take it out. And, yeah. and that works until it doesn't, mm-hmm. because the problem is, is that you have a threat there of running out of money before you run out of time or run out of life. Uh, and Chad, I can't think of anything that could be financially worse or emotionally worse, uh, other than the death of a loved one or your own death, uh, than running out of money and only being able to live on social security. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, nobody wants to uh, go to the grocery store and be restricted. I mean, especially in retirement, now that you've been able to, you got the free time. Hey, right now, I'm just trying to find, you're talking about as busy it is in May. I'm just trying to find time to, one of the things that y'all didn't add was mow the yard. Yes, in retirement, You you know, (laughs) I, I, I think about being in retirement and getting that income and still being able to go out in the go out and get the check and mow the yard yeah. <laughs> or pay for somebody to mow the yard as it would be at my house. <laughs> your, exactly. Kids, your kids exactly. will be teenagers one yeah. day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they can mow it. That's right. Well, I think it brings up a great point because we actually, Chad and I have talked to some uh, younger people recently, probably in their thirties and forties. And their idea of retirement is really at this point about what their parents are doing in retirement. Those mm-hmm. people have already retired and they are seeing some really dire consequences of not having an, an, a solid retirement income plan in place. And I think, Chad, you were even talking about somebody you talked to fairly recently that their plan was basically they'd figured out how much they could take out on a month to month basis. Uh, and, and, and if they, I guess, 
were investing in cash, if they just had a pile of cash and were able to pull it out, how long it would last them. It was a very with simple no strategy in place. Yeah. Well, there was there was a very simple calculation to it. Yeah. It was take the lump sum, divide it by how many ever months it is till I turn it age eighty five, and that's what I can take. Mm. And so that that's what pretty happens, scary. What happens if you turn eighty six or yes. eighty seven? Yes, it's very scary, especially when there's a difference in the age gap between the uh, man and the and the spouse. You yes. know, I'm amazed at how many times we see people coming in with, "Hey, I know I," and they've done exactly that. I know I can do this for twenty five years or for thirty years or whatever it is, based on what age they're coming in. And and I'm just sitting there thinking, so it's going to be okay for you to not have a raise for. 25 years mm-hmm. because we know things are going to cost more and it's going to be okay if you live past that age that you've you know done the math on so maybe you might want to think about growing those assets a little bit so that you can have income for a longer period of time and also increase that income and, and you know what janet one of the things that i've kind of recognized is that people think that they don't have enough to go into an advisor i would agree with that and yeah. that that's that really it now that uh, I've been in, into the business and, and getting to meet with a lot of clients and seeing a lot of different situations, what you have is what you have. And you got to make right. the best of it. Yes. And if there is ways to, although that you don't have as much as someone else, if there's ways to leverage and take advantage, what you have is what you got. You got to make the best of it. Absolutely. And I think it's important to take a moment to to talk about the gen wealth difference here. Uh, there are a lot of firms that have a minimum as a firm for people to walk in and you know be able to invest that you have to have $250,000. We do not have a firm minimum. We will never have a firm minimum. We have never done that. It is just against what we believe in as a firm because everybody's got to start somewhere. And so, you know, obviously if you're, you know, age 60 and ready to retire on $100,000, that's way different than a 30-year-old who has $100,000. But in either case, you have what you have and you need to start somewhere. So if you're at that point, give us a call. And I think it's ironic that you bring up that people think they don't have enough to come in to see an advisor. And that's like saying, I'm not dying, so I'm not going to the doctor. You know, that that's that's just wrong. I think that people that have a constrained amount of money, as we would call them a constrained investor, someone who cannot afford to make a mistake in retirement because they have a limited amount of money, I think those people need an advisor far more than the people that have 10 or 15 or 20 million dollars because there's not a lot that can happen to somebody with that kind of wealth that would interrupt their basic living expenses but i think it's important to also understand that you could you could be a millionaire and still be a constrained investor yes because it depends on what your income need is and so it it is all relative to the income it goes back to scott's uh, focus earlier he talked about you know our question is not how much do you have in assets it's how much do you need an income and then we'll go from there and let's go to school for just a little bit on this Uh, let's talk about how you figure this out and you know we've we've talked about building a house and building a foundation but uh, another way to think about this or look at this would be to think of a very simple playground seesaw or teeter-totter yep there's a lot of different names for those things but we'll we'll call it a seesaw because that's what i learned it was when i was a kid i also learned that it hurt when you were on the wrong side of it and and you uh hit the ground hard when somebody got off on the other side that was not fun but so let's talk about the 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 life's most important seesaw in my estimation you've got the situation where you've got needs you've got bills that you've got to pay your liabilities yeah chad let's just kind of go down some of the things that are on the list of liabilities that we look at for required income? Well, number one, I'm going to start out with food. Yep. <laughs> Imagine that. that. Why are you going to do that? Well, I, I think everybody would agree with us in the South. We're not going to skip the food. <laughs> there, there's a lot of things, but we may go with water, throw water, but uh, we're not going, we're not going to add water in there. But, but food's one of them, top of the list. And then of course we got to clothe ourselves yep. and that's ever changing. As Scott, uh, we were talking the other day, you know, even though some of those are old garments don't wear out, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe some of the styles do, uh, tend to wear out. Yeah, you and don't it, want to be, you ever seen the, uh, miniseries Lonesome Dove? Um, 
I've, I've caught part of it. You have to be of a certain age, I think, because I, t- I tried this on Chad and his age group, and they don't remember long yeah. stuff. It was in the eighties, but anyway. Long story short, there's a great. It's a, first of all, it's a miniseries full of the most fantastic lines ever in movies ever written. <laughs> Robert Duvall and Tommy Lee Jones are watching Danny Glover come up riding on a horse, and he's got this old beat up hat on. And uh, one of the characters says, "Didn't he have that last time we saw him several years ago?" He said, well, you know, Deeks, he ain't one to quit on a garment just because it's a little aged. <laughs> that was my dad. Oh, that was my dad. <laughs> so but so yeah. you want to be able to quit on a garment in retirement. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Not, not everything still looks good 20, right. 30 years after. So, yeah. so, so clothing is one of them. But, but then we go to transportation. And, uh, you know, sometimes changing a tire in, in retirement is not exactly the ideal uh, situation. Not to say that's... That's all that's going to happen. But, you know, transportation's always there. Gas is always going to be there. Uh, you want to be able to get to those kids' ball games and be able to go and do things in retirement because that's what we're looking for. That car is going to wear out over a 20 yeah. or 25-year retirement time is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. And so does your mechanic, too. So, you know, uh, <laughs> those prices are increasing every day. And then we got to look at housing. Insurance is if anybody has, and especially in Arkansas, shopped your insurance uh, lately, you know your homeowner's insurance is continued to go up uh, over the last several years. And then we go into taxes. So there is that's just a simplified list. But as we know, there there are much more expenses that come across on the other side of the seesaw. So think about that. Think about all the things that Chad just went through and just to add up some rough numbers in your mind. And that's a pretty sizable number on a monthly basis is what those things cost. And those things really relate to that dignity and independence that we talk about, Janet. And those are things that, that you've got to do. So now on the other side of the seesaw begin to stack up because your seesaws weighted pretty, pretty heavily over here on the, on the left-hand side, it's on the ground because there's nothing on the right yet. So on the right, let's think, Think about adding in the income sources, the guaranteed, predictable, dependable income sources that you have to offset those costs. What so, would those be? So you might have a his and hers pension. Most people are not going to have a single pension in their household, but th- consider whether or not there's a pension source for either spouse. And then Social Security, at what point does that come into play for you as an income source and in what way? Because there are a lot of different claiming strategies, but you have to determine what that income is going to be. And then you've got other sources, whatever those might be, but add up your social security and your pension because those are your guaranteed checks. Those checks are going to be there regardless. So we're not even talking about 401k, uh, that type of thing yet. But if those sources are guaranteed income streams for you, then you can count on that being there and see if your seesaw is in balance or if you got a bigger kid sitting at the other that's, end of it. That's what I was just about to say. I was always the bigger kid. When I, when I was growing up, if I was going to play on the seesaw, I was going to be the lower end of that seesaw and was going to be able to throw somebody up in the air. And that's when you when you illustrate this point is we need it to be level. We don't yeah. need to be one side higher than the other. And if it is, that's the first point to address in that retirement income solution or that retirement income plan is making sure you fill the required income gap to know that you have dependable income to pay those expenses. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. More where that came from after the break. We've got Gen Wealth Academy workshops happening in your area. To find out more, visit our website at www.getreadyforthefuture.com slash events. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Great way for you to get more in the month of May is to sign up for one of those Gen Wealth Academy workshops. The next one is coming your way on Tuesday, May 15th at 630 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. We hope that you'll sign up today. Go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. It is entitled The 10 Things You Need to Know Before You Retire. And I, and, and I would say these are 10 things you need to know no matter when retirement is happening for you. If it's happening next month, next year, five years, 20 years, these are things you need to know as you get ready to build that 30-year vacation, as we like to talk about retirement being. When the income stops from the paycheck, how does the income continue from your retirement assets and from your guaranteed income sources. So sign up at getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. Free event 
education is the purpose, as always, for our Gen Wealth Academy workshops. There's never anything sold, no sales pitch, just education for you to get more in the month of May. And we're doing that on the Get Ready for the Future show today as we talk about looking at that seesaw that we talked about in the last segment, guys, and trying to make sure that the seesaw is not out of whack, matching your guaranteed dependable income sources in retirement with your expenses, the expenses that are not going to go away. You can minimize those. Hopefully, you're not going into retirement with a mortgage. Some people do, and that may work out and be part of your plan as well, but ideally, you're eliminating your debt. You're getting those expenses down low, but they're never going to be erased entirely. And with that matching, why this is so important is there can't be a gap, John, to buy, as you talked about, dignity in retirement. Yeah, you've got to have that filled. And, you know, it's kind of like if you took a job earning $20,000 a year less than what your bills were. You, yeah, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that, Chad. Absolutely not. No, you've got to have enough income to meet your expenses. Well, now we're talking about the private sector. We're not talking about the government, right? That's right. Okay, okay. that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little, little political commentary yeah. from the man from Bologna there. Yeah. So, uh, you mean but, we can't print money? Is what that's, you're saying? Yeah, that's, that's it. Chad at GetReadyForTheFuture.com. <laughs> so uh, we want to help you with this process. If you go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash balance sheet balance sheet get ready for the future.com forward slash balance sheet you can download your retirement balance sheet and it's a very simple worksheet that you can go through to say okay do i have a gap that i need to address and if everything balances out or if you have more income than you do expenses from the guaranteed income sources in your world like social security and pension if you have one then you probably will be just fine uh, as far as your base expenses yeah. are concerned check that box. You can check check out and say, okay, I've got a good foundation. Doesn't mean you have a good house, but you've got a good foundation. So we talk so many times about required versus desired income. This is your required income Mm -hmm. balance sheet to make sure that that's all in alignment. So we would challenge you to go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash balance sheet and download the balance sheet and and take this test and just kind of see where you are. It's absolutely free, no obligation. You simply just uh, go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash balance sheet and, and get that taken care of. And you will know what's going on as far as your floor or your foundation of your retirement is concerned. And if you can't check the box, then you need to address filling that gap. And the next step can be to reach out to a GenWell financial advisor to have that first conversation of how we build that foundation up to make sure that that teeter-totter, that seesaw, is square. So then past that, we talk about the desired income. So I say required income is existence in retirement. Desired income is truly living in retirement. And this goes back to what we talked about earlier That's different for everyone. I've become fond of saying that some people want to go to Paris, France. Some people want to go to Paris, Arkansas. So it depends. Your desired income is going to fluctuate. And that's where the conversation can start to really draw a finer bead on the desired income number, which coupled with the required income number now becomes... What's your income? That's the answer to the question. Absolutely. And let's think about uh, one little nuance of, of this whole equation. If you think about the the cost that you're going to have in retirement, those liabilities, if you think about that, then you know those things are going to go up over time. You're going to get charged more in taxes. You're going to get charged more in insurance. You're going to get charged more at the grocery store. But what's not going to go up? Probably Social Security. Because we know that healthcare costs are going to erode most of the cost of living increases that you might get in the future from Social Security. And most pensions, unless you are with a, a public sector pension program, most pensions are flat number. Uh, whatever you get day one is what you're going to get on year 30 of your pension program. And even if you have a cost of living adjustment, that's not guaranteed. That's that could, right. That could be changed. That's exactly right. So I think you also have to think about the desired income is that you desire your income to go up. And so you have to build inflation in there. And then above and beyond that, Chad, you can build in some of the fun things that you may want to do as far as income is concerned. Right. To be able to go on the weekend and, and chase ball games and maybe go out and uh, get the new zero turn mower or whatever it may be. You know, those <laughs> are really stuck on mowing the grass. Hey, I listen, that, this is fun for you. This, this Well, I've, 
actually last week we were able to meet with a client and he was so excited about getting into retirement because he was going to go get a brand new zero turn mower. There you go. See? And he, you know, he was upgrading the house and that was, that was what he was looking forward to. You know, uh, John has somebody that, uh, he, he was out mowing yards and his son, his adult son saw him doing it. And he's like, what, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, do you need some money, dad? And he's like, no, I got time and these yeah. people's yards need to be mowed. So why not me? You know, yeah. and I that's mean, part of, that's yeah. part of that desired yeah. income. Yeah. But as we know, those things are not getting cheaper. Well, you, you're right. And so I think that it's a very interesting dynamic, Scott, between uh, the desired income and the desire for that income to increase. You've got to have some type of strategy uh, down the line to bring yourself more money. I think you just look back 15 or 20 years. What did things cost 15 or 20 years ago? And now look forward. What do you think things are going to cost yeah. 15 or 20 years down the line? They're not going to be cheaper. You're right. So let's take a look at, at this concept as we, as I always try to put myself in the, in the seat of the person listening and you're hearing this. Okay. The required income. If I get my gap straight or if I don't have a gap and I'm moving on to that desired income and you're telling me that that's got to grow over time, I've got to get raises. Okay. So that means investing. And there is the paradigm, I think, for people going into retirement as they take a look, John, at this, a uh, nine-year bull market, and we talked about on this show, it's now the second longest economic expansion since World War II. We've been on this curve upward, and as you get to thinking about retiring in the next few years, what's going to happen to the markets? And there's where some fear can set in of how am I going to get those raises without being invested and investing into a market correction or a recession. Well, Janet, I think that that we are in interesting times because we've got this nine-year bull market behind us. And and for at least the, the foreseeable future, things economically look pretty strong. Right. But we're also in a rising interest rate environment. Yes, we are. And so when you couple those two things. Yeah. That there's likely at some point in time less uh, there's there is as of today there's probably less days ahead of this bull market yeah. than we have behind us, so we've got that issue, and then we've got a rising interest rate environment, which means that the traditional place to go to safety, which is a bond portfolio, if rates are rising, that means the value of that bond portfolio is likely going down. Because we've never had a, a situation yeah. where we've had the end of a bull market and we've had rising interest rates. Well, and there's not an advisor out there who's been through this yet. And so you have to you have to know that you're working with an advisor who realizes the perfect storm that is about to occur. And and we don't feel like it's right around the corner. Uh, you know, with this with this bull market uh in equities, the the previous longest term, well the average uh uh bull market prior to this one was 60 months. And so five years, we're, I mean, we're, we're way out past that at this point. But beyond that, when you look at, okay, yes, the bull has to turn into a bear at some point. And then again, as John, you were indicating, so many people have run to, to the bond market to hide over the past years. People don't understand that it is just because it's been safe for the past 30 or 40 years does not mean it will be safe moving forward because we're in a different interest rate environment. You have to be able to work with somebody who can put this income sources and liabilities down on paper and understand that regardless of whether we have a bull or bear market, regardless of interest rates, that you know that your guaranteed expenses mm -hmm. are going to be met with guaranteed income. And so we're sitting right square at the intersection of, of the three big risks that we talk about. We talked about inflation a little bit earlier. We talked about outliving your money. And we're also talking now about maybe potentially retiring at the wrong time. If you're close to retirement, could you be retiring at the wrong time? Now, your retirement is going to happen when you want it to happen. But the economics of it, the, the environment that you're retiring into, uh, the financial environment that you're, you're retiring into raises that specter of risk. And Chad, when we talk about risk, there are four ways to actually address risk that we deal with here at GenWealth. Yes. And John, the first one is to avoid the risk. And uh, the second one is to accept. And the third, transfer. And the fourth is to manage. And so there are different ways that anybody can can go after risk in life in, in general. There's a lot of different ways that you approach situations. But when it comes to your to your money, 
I like to get a little help and get a little transfer in those risks. Well, and I think about Scott that uh, there people think that they can avoid risk, yeah. but they're really just trading risk as opposed to avoiding risk. Yeah, I've used the uh, the analogy of when I was asked or got the opportunity to skydive several years ago, and I did a tandem jump, and that was just something on my bucket list. Even as a young twenty-something year old man, I wanted wait, to jump wait. out of a plane. I didn't wait. know we hired crazy people. Uh, yes. yes. Well, I was in my twenties. I was <laughs> okay, crazy back okay, then. Okay. There's something okay. wrong with somebody that jumps out of. A perfectly good airplane. And that's what I thought as I stood at the open door looking at the earth below me. But I had gotten to that point because that's what I wanted to do. So when you think about how I could have avoided that risk was to step back into the plane, tell them to shut it and land. And maybe some people would have said that was was a wise thing to do. But I was not going to succeed. I was not going to achieve my goal by backing away and avoiding risk. So that is the same in retirement. You won't be able to achieve your retirement goals by avoiding risk entirely because, as John has already alluded to, you're not really avoiding it. You're taking on a new risk if you don't accept some or if you don't learn to manage or to transfer some of that risk as well. So avoiding risk really creates another risk when it comes to your retirement and trying to be too safe as uh, concerns about a possible downturn in the market might be in your head. So how do you do that? We're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to have to take a break in just a few seconds, but we're going to talk a little bit more about building that retirement income plan. Tell you again how to get your retirement balance sheet. So stay with us. The Get Ready for the Future show continues in just a moment. Stay in touch with the Get Ready for the Future show during the week. Search Facebook for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or follow us on Twitter at GenWealthFA. More straight talk about money after this break. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show from the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios. I want to tell you again how to download your free retirement balance sheet. Just go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash balance sheet. Your retirement balance sheet we talked about earlier in the program is basically levelizing that seesaw. One side of the seesaw, your dependable, predictable income sources, and the other side, your required monthly expenses. What's going to have to go out versus what's going to be coming in on a guaranteed basis every month in retirement. And if that gap is found after you've worked through your retirement balance sheet, the next step in your planning process as you head towards retirement is to find a way to fill that gap. And you can reach out to a GenWealth Financial Advisor near you in Little Rock, Hot Springs, El Dorado, Bryant, or Shreveport, Louisiana by dialing 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501 653 7355, or go to our website again and email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. So we talked about that being the analysis of your required income and then your desired income being set up with an investment strategy that takes head on the three big risks you will face in retirement. And I, I think we should point out these three big risks will face everybody in retirement. And those risks we talked about were inflation, outliving your money. That's a longevity risk. Basically, you don't know how long you're going to live. We sit all the time with with clients and talk about, I I think it was our uh, social security expert that said, if you could tell me the day you're going to die, then we can make a really good social security claiming strategy. We could also make a really good retirement income plan if we know how long we have, but we don't. We could outlive our money if we don't have the proper investment strategy. We have to battle inflation. You have to be willing to tackle some of the risk, managing it, is what we would say here. When we talk about the four ways, either accepting, avoiding, transferring, or managing risk, this is when you need to manage risk in your retirement. You absolutely do because uh, we we talked a little bit about the constrained investor a little bit earlier. And I think that you can't put a dollar figure on being right. a constrained investor. I think that if you had mega, mega wealth, then you might be able to take on the risk. For instance, if somebody has, let's say, a liquid net worth of $50 million, they're probably not too concerned with comp and collision insurance on their car because, you know, rather than paying the insurance company, just go ahead and, and say, oh, okay, I'll replace it if I wreck it. Right. So, or if something bad happens to it or whatever, I'll, I'll take on that risk. That is a form of accepting the risk. But when it comes to money that you worked all of your life for, do you really want to accept the risk that a a uh, bad market 
or a rising interest rate environment market or come what may, you know, anything can happen. Do you really want to put your retirement at that risk and saying, I'll just, I'll take on the risk. I'll, I'll be okay. I think really for anybody, constrained or not, it depends on which dollars we're talking about. And I'll use a Sam Walton example here. Uh, you know, we've all heard the stories about uh, him talking about, you know, when Walmart stock would drop, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. It's on paper any, anyway. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose anything today, so mm-hmm. no big deal. So in that case, he was accepting the risk and it didn't matter to him. But we've also heard stories from people who handled the bond purchases in his individual portfolios, and he only wanted wanted the highest rated bonds. Now he was a man who could accept some risk, but he didn't want to, not with those dollars. And those were two, I mean, same person, but Mm -hmm. two completely different responses to risk because of the types of dollars they were. Mm -hmm. And we believe that the same needs to be the case in your portfolio, whether you are a constrained investor or a Walton, doesn't matter. It, It, you have different portions of your money for different purposes. And with some pieces of your money, it's okay to accept a little bit of risk, depending on what type it is and how you're going to use those dollars. You have to understand the risks that you're facing. And I believe really the most important risk on these three right now, if I were about to be retiring, you know, everybody knows there's a risk of outliving your money. Everybody knows cognitively whether they've planned for it or not. They know cognitively that inflation is something that they really should be planning for. But this risk of retiring at the wrong time, Mm -hmm. I think is about to get a whole lot of people across our country because we talked about earlier in the show that, you know, we're nine years into a bull market and bonds are not going to be in the next 30 years what they have been in the last 30 years. And so this, this concept of retiring at the wrong time. When you think about somebody who was coming up to retirement uh, in 2007, let's say, and they they retire in early 2008, and then the market's down 40%, that's retiring at the wrong time. They had no idea. They had no way to know that. But there are ways that you can manage that risk going into retirement. But what we see coming together here is this perfect storm in the investment world. And if you're ready to retire at this point, You've got to be sure that you manage and maybe transfer some risk in order to face this perfect storm moving forward. Well, when Sam Walton says it's just on paper, it certainly is when you're buying, when you're accumulating. Right. I say this to people, too. If you look at your 401k balance and you're 35 years old and and it's $100,000 and you lose 10%, did you really lose 10%? Only if you're selling shares. Right. And that really leads into the retiring at the wrong time because you are transitioning from buying to likely selling. And the constrained investor is not going to be able to just put that into shares and live off the income. At some point, there's going to be some sale of shares. And that conventional wisdom out there of a 60-40 portfolio is going to more than make up for it as you sell. That's what we're trying to get at right now. So let's think about this. If you have $100,000 and you're taking 5% from it, you're taking $5,000 a year out. So you have to sell a value equal to $5,000 of shares. Mm -hmm. And so if you have that market correction, if that market hypothetically, let's say, goes down 50%, then you've got to sell double the number of shares to be able to get your $5,000 out. Well, what happens then is that 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 just exacerbates. It just makes that downturn worse. Now you're down 50% plus $5,000. And so those shares are gone. Those shares are sold. They're gone and they won't participate in the upturn no matter how quickly it comes because you've taken them out of the equation. And so that's the problem that you run into in this retiring at the wrong time. And Scott, what I wanted to say about this balance sheet download is this is really kind of a preview. This is kind of a glimpse of what you will get when you actually come in to see a Gen Wealth Advisor, because we're going to go through some somewhat of the same exercise in determining what your basic income need is in retirement and how we're going to meet that. So again, you can download that by going to getreadyforthefuture.com slash balance sheet. 
Your retirement balance sheet is balancing your required monthly liabilities or expenses with dependable, predictable income sources. The first step in building your foundation, the foundation of your required or your retirement income house. And then if you'd like to set up an appointment with a Genwell Financial Advisor to discuss what your strategy will be to address the three big risks we're talking about today, inflation or retiring at the wrong time, or outliving your money. And I totally agree with Janet. Retiring at the wrong time is the imminent risk that is facing retirees or pre-retirees if they're thinking about uh, stepping away from work in the next five to 10 years for sure, maybe even less than 10, maybe in the five-year window we're talking about. So what's your strategy to address those three big risks? Would you like to learn more about what we do for our clients in addressing those three big risks? Two ways to reach out. Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com or a phone call, 501-653-7355. You can call that number right now, 501-653-7355. Just leave a voicemail. It's Saturday. We'll get back with you first thing on Monday. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about these three big risks and the things you need to know as you head into this retirement landscape that is so different than it was for your parents' generation, you can sign up for free for our Gen Wealth Academy workshop, May 15th at 6.30. We're talking about the 10 things you need to know before you retire. And again, education is the focus here. Nothing's going to be sold. It gives you an opportunity, one, to get to know some of the Gen Wealth team. Most of them will be there. And it's at the Crown Plaza. Sign up by registering online at GetReadyForTheFuture.com. I want to bring Chad back into the discussion for just a second. Chad, your career previous to joining Gen Wealth, as you worked with financial advisors all over the state and actually all over the region uh, in in helping them uh, with insurance solutions and, and what have you. And you do a lot of that here at Gen Wealth. But you had a chance to observe. You had a chance to observe how advisors work and what have you. How different is what we do at Gen Wealth than what you've seen in the past? Well, it's just more than investments. And that's where the biggest thing that I've seen is it's it's on paper. There's a purpose behind that and that the client can actually see it, touch it and feel it before they even commit to anything. And that's where and when we look at the whole big picture and that's one of the risks that we look at is long term care. And I've seen that over, you know, some some investment advisors or uh, advisors out there only want to talk about returns and talking about, you know, what the what the latest hot hot pick is. But in reality is a lot of times if you're just concerned about long-term care and what's going to happen to you and your dignity, that's all you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we're glad to sit down with you. And if you want to have just that discussion about how to protect, how to transfer, how to manage risk, then we're more more than glad to just sit down with you and have that conversation. Scott, it all goes back to having a strategy. I yeah. think that, that you can have investments you can have, you know, your typical 401k plan or whatever the case may be, but the secret sauce, if you will, is a strategy mm-hmm. and knowing what you're doing with that money. It is the execution of the strategy that is most important. It is not just, it's not enough just to have investments. It's not enough just to have a million dollars in, in your account. Yeah. We've seen people, Janet, sadly, that had a million dollars that ended up broke in retirement. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is all a question of how much income do you need and how are you managing risk because you will face risk in investing in retirement. Uh, and frankly, even if you don't invest, even if you just put it in the bank, you're facing a different type of risk. So how do you deal with that? How do you plan for income? So glad that Chad brought up the long-term care because that's another risk that is out there certainly as well. And it doesn't it make sense to build that into your overall retirement income plan, addressing all the risks that are out there. What is your strategy to address those three risks? Would you like help in building one? Call us at 501-653-7355 or info at getreadyforthefuture.com. We're out of time this week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next Saturday on the Get Ready for the Future show. The GenWealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of GenWealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. 